Welcome back to the show. This is a podcast that sits right at the intersection of social justice and money. So whatever keeps you up at night, whether that's climate change, racial injustice, gender inequality, homelessness, poverty, you name it, whatever keeps you up at night, there are probably some things that we can use our money to try to help alleviate these problems. So every week I take a listener letter, I do some research, talk to experts, I come back, I share some thoughts. Here's today's listener letter. A few episodes of the show have made it clear to me that I want my money to be put into banks with community-minded values. However, I am stuck. My money is currently at a large and very shady national bank, (laughs) along with my wife's money, and she does not agree that we should move it to a values-aligned bank. How can I convince her to move our money? All right. So this show is generally about how we align our personal values and our money. But lately, there have been a lot of questions about banking. So let's go there again this week. How to talk to a hesitant spouse about moving your money to a values-aligned bank. It's a tough one, um, but I think there are steps that you can take. So, you know, this show is always going to offer gentle suggestions. So I'm going to offer some gentle actions you can take with your spouse. I don't think you're going to get far if you approach your spouse and say, every single dollar of your assets needs to be moved immediately. (laughs) And there are a lot of reasons for that why I don't think you'll be successful. (laughs) Uh, For one thing, you know, I think we really need institutional changes at the policy level to change what's causing a lot of the things you're probably worried about, whether it's poverty or climate change or gender inequality or whatever it is that keeps you up at night. And also, you know, even if you are committed to completely taking all of the individual actions that you can, it's unrealistic for most people to do it all right away. So how to talk to your spouse who is hesitant about switching banks. Probably the first thing is to try to understand what's behind the hesitation. What exactly is keeping her from being on the same page as you? Is she worried about the logistical hassle of moving your accounts to a new bank? Is she worried that there won't be the same access to a local, like a physical bank branch? So those types of administrative concerns, I think you can address by picking up more of the slack. But maybe she's afraid that your money won't be as safe at one of these values-aligned banks. We've talked about CDFIs on the shows before. So it's a community development financial institution. They are literally created with the purpose of providing financial services to low income communities and people who lack access to financing. That's their whole mission. It's, it's, you could think of them as a mission-driven bank. So if your wife is afraid of putting money into a CDFI because she thinks it won't be as secure as a traditional bank, you could choose one of the really big CDFIs like Amalgamated Bank. It's almost 100 years old. They have $57 billion in assets. It's a bank that's committed to social and environmental responsibility. It's a B Corp. So if you haven't heard episode 10, download that one. It's about B Corps and all of the steps it takes to become a B Corp. Amalgamated Bank is also a net zero uh, company. They're powered by 100% renewable energy. And they have a long history of supporting workers' rights, immigrants, affordable housing, 
etc. Fun fact, Amalgamated Bank created the first foreign exchange transfer service to allow immigrants to safely send remittances abroad. Amalgamated is an example of a big, old, values-aligned bank that is something that might address your spouse's hesitation. On the other hand, maybe your spouse will say that she just doesn't want the disruption in the day-to-day logistics of your money lives. So, in that case, a solution that can help with a lot of these hesitations is to think about a specific bundle of cash that you can start with. So instead of approaching her with a proposal that you move all of your money, what is a bundle of cash that she might be willing to entertain? Maybe you're setting up a checking account, like a first checking account for a child, Or maybe you're saving up for a home. I'm trying to suggest discrete pots of money that you don't typically need to touch that often. So think about whether you need constant access to the money or it can sit for a set amount of time before you need it. So the first piece of homework was to ask your spouse to articulate the deeper reasons behind her hesitation. And the second homework is going to be identifying a bundle of cash that you can start with, preferably some cash that you don't need to touch that often. The third thing to do is think about your shared values. So what is something that fires you both up? What's the thing that you find yourselves amped up about at 2 a.m.? Is it climate change? Is it workers' rights? What is it? Starting from a value that you both feel passionate about is going to be helpful. So the fourth thing is to do your research. The internet is a goldmine of information about the various banks that are out there. In episode 30, we talked about a new tool that you can use to compare banks and how they're using our cash. That one was called Mighty Deposits, and you can listen all about it. Just download episode 30. If you have more capacity, you can pick up the phone and call the banks that you're considering, especially for the CDFIs. You're going to get an enthusiastic person on the line to tell you about the work they're doing in the communities and answer your questions. They'll answer how big their assets are, how well they fared during the 2008 recession or even during COVID, uh, what percent of loans they give out that end up defaulting, whatever you want to know. Uh, Or even better, if you can take the list of concerns that your spouse has, you can literally call one of these banks and just ask. Now, I think you'll be in a better position to pick up the conversation with your spouse, hopefully after seeing that there were no issues with this first bundle of cash that you moved to a values-aligned bank. Hopefully in the future, then your spouse will be more open to moving more and more of your money to that bank in the future. So before I wrap up this episode, I do want to give a shout out to Ebony Perkins. She's the former VP and Director of Investor Relations at Self-Help Credit Union. She has a podcast called Renegade Capital and many of her insights from her work there, as well as in various lectures and interviews were inspiration for the suggestions today. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. I am so thankful for those of you who have been sending in questions. Keep them coming. The email address again is spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. I'll do some research and then come back and, and share what I find. If you want to join the monthly-ish email newsletter, then please just send a note to the email address for the show. Again, that's 
spenddonateinvest at gmail.com. Or you can go to the show's website, which is pretty nice. It's very clean, simple. You can find all the episodes there. You can subscribe. I think you can leave reviews now too. So um, help a podcast out, leave a review. It's spenddonateinvest.world, W-O-R-L-D. Thanks and have a great week. 